Uh, hi everyone, uh, welcome to the India Independent Films Podcast. If you're listening for the first time, this is a weekly podcast primarily hosted by Rahul Desai, uh, where film writers and critics uh, speak about some of the latest films of the week. Uh, my name is Pankasar Seva. I write about films on my blog, Dichotomy of Adami, and contribute many articles on IF. Uh, I'd spoken to Rahul a few weeks earlier as well. Uh, so today with me, I have again Rahul, uh, who, as you know, uh, is a writer and critic uh, for The Film Companion, but he also writes about uh, sports as on some other publications as well. Uh, today we'll be talking about a very beautiful film, which almost went unnoticed by the public at last when it had released, but although it had got great critical acclaim, but it has gained a cult following of its own over the years. Uh, the film we're talking about is Rocket Sync, Salesman of the Year, directed by Shimit Amin, uh, written by Jerry Sani, and starring Indeed Kapoor as Harpreet Singh Bedi. Uh, so one line summary of the film is that the story is basically about a guy who works as a salesman at a computer company called At Your Service. After some events at his work, he faced humiliation and seeing some unethical practices at his company, uh, Harpreet Singh starts his own computer firm while being employed at AYS, which basically uh, depicts that journey of uh, that guy and how he, you know, deals with uh, those challenges. The central theme of this film, you know, could be many things. So shows about corporate culture, the ethics, uh, contemporary uh, working styles. Uh, so. I have a few questions for Rahul, so it will be a freewheeling conversation, and we will be talking, you know, informally about some of the aspects of the film. So, Rahul, my first question for you, you know, is that like this released in two thousand and nine, almost like yeah, yeah. 12, 13 years. So, when you look back, what's the first thing or the first image that comes to your mind, or what do you remember about this film? I mean, I. I... The first thing, of course, I remember of the film is, uh, you know, uh, Ranbir Kapoor playing a Sikh man, uh, uh, Saldarji. And uh, you tend to get a little wary when you see mainstream Bollywood actors, you know, um, uh, you know, sort of wear a turban or in any other getup, in any other cultural getup, you tend to get a little wary. Uh, so, of course, I'd seen, I'd gotten a glimpse of the trailer beforehand. Um, I, I didn't know much about the film itself. To me, on the outside, it looked a lot like the other Yashraj films recently I'd seen, like Rabne Banadi Jodi. For some reason, it reminded me of, I think, the poster or the trailer. Uh, I was like, okay, um, maybe they're trying to do something different. And I was very new into my entire sort of, you know, uh, cinephilia, so to say. So I, I, when I went and watched the film, I was instantly impressed. And in the sense, of course, you measure it against what you've seen for such a long time, especially coming from Yashraj Productions. Uh, and I could not correlate the fact that the same makers of Chakde had made this, like director, writer, producer. And and it was it was a breath of fresh air because we were looking for something different constantly as people who go watch films every week. I used to go every Friday and watch the newest Bollywood release with, uh, with any friend I could get hold of. So, uh, uh, so, you know, looking back, I had no idea that it did not do well. Like for, for the longest time, I was under the impression that, okay, sure, it was, it was one of those sleeper hits or very underrated films that took a while to sort of catch on. But over the years, as you said very rightly, the cult following that it's, it's garnered, 
इज वेरी नाइस बिकॉज फॉर मी हिंदी सिनेमा और एटलीस्ट द डिस्कॉस अराउंड हिंदी सिनेमा इज रियली ग्रोन इन द लास्ट सिक्स और सेवन ईयर्स एवर सिंस सोशल मीडिया and the internet has taken off so the fact that you're still talking about a film from 2009 uh, and finding new meaning in the film every year because it is becoming more and more relevant especially in context of uh, the times we live in uh, uh, so i i feel like that's great and i feel like not enough people are still talking about uh, a film like this uh, because you know ranbir kapoor's become main, a mainstream topic to talk about um, so many and yashraj isn't doing the kind of films that used to do one so uh, i just feel like you know that not enough can be discussed about this film and i'm glad you i'm glad we sort of you know uh, chose this title to talk about i've been waiting for a very long time to at least talk because i've written about it i think all of us have written about it uh, even you have and and uh, it, it's different you know when you actually speak to someone and 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 then share your uh, fondness for a particular film and back then ranbir kapoor was not ranbir the ranbir kapoor that he went on to become so it's it's really like a prologue to a career and uh, and and such a nice snapshot of what he was willing to do to break out of that star uh, uh, and and star sun mold right absolutely i mean uh, if you think about it he launched his career in savari up just 2007 and yeah. doing a film like this in 2009 at that stage of a career it was like uh, i remember reading something his father wasn't happy uh, or it was some other film maybe uh, but a lot of people warned him to not do it film but now when you look back at his career i think this film just stands out uh, for the his performance and also it's just about what it says uh, so you know when I, when i think of rocket sing i always remember that uh, there is that spider man thing that comes to my mind <laughs> when he yeah. says risk to spider man ko bhi lena padta hai to to fir bhi ek salesman or something like that and as yeah. i said a uh, sick protagonist yes uh, outside of you know uh, punjab uh, or any other biopic or like even he mentions in the film that uh, he is considered like a joker or a comic prop sardars but this was actually a sick protagonist we don't see you know yeah kind like a normal protagonist living in bombay exactly like normal yeah. life and like we've seen like you know gadar types of stories or bhag milka bhag those sort of all you know the comic props so that's what uh, really i like about this like it's a very uh, different film yeah especially in context of like you know what yashraj stood for till then right if you think about it the mustard fields and the punjab that they had nrized uh for the longest time uh, you know we, even our perception of north india a lot of us who not been there we had such a definite idea of it so as you very rightly said to see a sick protagonist uh working in bombay and, and you know some of us have a fair idea of how bombay works the flavor of bombay uh, and and you know as sort of a you know an everyman within bombay we hadn't seen that at, not just in mainstream hindi cinema in in a lot of Uh, i mean it, it had been a while since the amol palekar days it had been a while since uh, uh, you know sai paranjipe and uh, so so it was uh, as you said you know that entire it was an antidote to the punjab that we had seen uh, so far and it it, it so I, and i love the fact that when you speak about the performance that ranbir kapoor uh, still did not adhere to all those stereotypes of playing sick protagonist in films he was still ranbir kapoor under the you know under the light beard and the and the turban he never tried to sound like a punjabi like a lot of 
actors tend to do uh, when they take on these roles and he's playing the title role so he could, it could have gone is uh, you know so easily wrong but i think by sticking to what he knows best i think he he lent a very different dimension to the film too okay uh, and you know uh, there was this column i'm coming to the second thing with you written uh, about your th- third wheel characters and of course there was a mention of nitin we'll come to him later but uh you mentioned there you know how the film is sort of anti guru uh which was like uh, the abhishek bachchan film yeah. so which i thought is like very interesting so anti guru would be you know like uh, we saw in guru how it's a startup uh, <clears throat> like yeah. how guy makes this so i thought of it like you know anti guru in the sense also like it's uh, a guru story or an anti guru story would be like that guy manish chaudhary who played yeah yeah story of guru and anti guru is sort of what uh, you said so do you remember writing that and if you have any other thoughts on that yeah i mean i i remember writing about nitin uh, as the character in fact you know it's one of those films where you can we'll get to the casting soon when we discuss this but it's one of those films where you can write about any of those characters and call them you know like a memorable third wheel character and of course nitin was one of my favorites and i don't specifically remember writing the anti guru uh, thing but I, i totally can get where it comes from because uh, obviously as far as entrepreneurial uh, stories in hindi cinema go um, we only see the high profile ones right we we see the ones that made it we see them based on real characters or even if it's fictional it's always larger than life it's it's like literally racks to riches so it's the palette that the scale that we always think of is so big so Uh, of course no disrespect to a film like guru it, it doesn't mean like it's an anti bad or anti good film it just it, it is just rocket sing the design that you speak of and you're right when you say that his boss uh, who is played by manish choudhary who is again one of my favorite characters in the film unfortunately manish choudhary kept playing that same role for the next 12 years but uh, but uh, yeah i mean if you look at it the camera is normally focused on a character like manish choudhary and that becomes a biopic of course if if it was a bigger star abhishek bachchan could have been anyone could have been so we are used to seeing that story, but we don't see uh, the lot of um, compromises and the lot of um, middlemen that people like guru people like a lot of entrepreneurs we see making it we don't see the people that they crush on the way uh, uh, up right because in hindi cinema you cannot talk about you know what they've sacrificed the integrity that they've had to sacrifice from time to time the ruthlessness is presented in a very positive way most of the time in these stories in biopics especially so we don't see the the, the these faceless people that they've had to sort of walk over to get to where they are and no doubt manish todri must have been on his own in his own light a very positive character within the rocket sing universe uh, it's just that in relative in context of who we are talking about in the film he is of course the antagonist that doesn't make him uh, the bad person in fact he is the system in the film and of course he does have an epiphany towards the end so the fact that a character like manish choudhary has the courage to sort of admit his own mistakes and has the courage to change in his own way towards the end makes him also a very likable and a, almost a heroic character that we are used to seeing but the fact that they trained the cameras on someone like rocket singh who's really you know sans personality sans 
right at the beginning of his career i found it very fascinating because then they could tap into that idealism that a lot of us like a lot of people like us who are at the who are the youngest stages in our careers uh, tend to have when we enter a particular field so forget that he was in a computer company he could have been a film critic for all you know and and i that's how i related to it later on too you know when i entered the field uh, of film journalism or writing people keep saying that okay uh, he's an honest critic so he must be worth you know sort of following and it it's so ironic that you know honesty is the is the least minimum trait that you expect from a writer or someone working in a computer company and that's what the world has come to right and the fact that they told the story of rocket singh means they could tap into that honesty without being dishonest about it because that honesty is part of who he is because that's how he's grown up in a in a particular household brought up by his grandfather i thought that was a very specific aspect to you know harp on because you know his parents weren't around his grandfather's fairly old school so it's he's missing one generation so that's why he's sort of god fearing in his own way and he's very old school in his in his mindset and that old schoolness we've rarely seen me, uh, being made into a good trait in in modern hindi cinema and i, I think rocket singh did that so well right right uh, you remind me of you know when you say this honest film critic like you know even bureaucrats when we talk about these days honest bureaucrats like e sridharan you know all those who yeah. made met and then there is the school of thought you know we have to praise them for just doing their job uh, and that was i think newton also said a little bit of something exactly. you know exactly arrogance about his honesty i mean it's something bare minimum that you expect yeah. and uh, that rocket singh just did it like before so you know would you judge um, the character of like uh, you like that he's a hero which i really like the point that you made and you know especially the end scene the climax yeah yeah sen gives that one rupee coin um so uh, you feel like a little bit of sympathy for him so yeah. uh, would you judge what he did like uh, manish chaudhary because i felt by the end a little sympathy and i'll just talk more later but how did you evaluate like his actions Yeah, so I mean to extend the point, like I was talking about in the previous uh, answer, I, I feel like if you look at who Manish Chaudhary's character is within the film, um, I mean, I, I in fact think the fact that he has a redemption arc in his own way. So if you you look at it in two ways, like he has all the physical traits of a villain, right? He's right. like he sounds arrogant. Right. he has this very like twitch on his face that he makes and his ego is massive so it's just one of the and but at the same time you're very well aware and he mentions it 100 times that he has come up from nothing too right he mentions it and he, and he gives he says that even he is worked day and night uh, when when you and he has that lovely line in the end towards ranbir kapoor that, that that is when you become an entrepreneur and the fact that all of this is revealed towards the end also sort of in the way sort of judges the viewer for judging someone like manish chaudhary because we are we are sort of uh, looking at him as a villain in a film about uh, a budding entrepreneur who thinks on who sort of sells honesty as his best trait but the fact is that manish sharma uh, uh, has something in the end that changes him or has even the the humility to admit that he was beaten at his own game and that maybe rocket singh was right 
that we don't see in villains per se we don't see even in real life people for that matter if we see ceos of companies and the way they've been represented in hindi cinema for the longest time we only see the first half of the film how manish chaudhary is in all of them their arcs are that and mm-hmm. to to see them beaten in the end is the hero's redemption not the villain's redemption so here it is the villain's redemption too and that's why i was always thinking making imaginary sort of uh, narratives in my mind of how rocket singh 2 would look you know how a sequel would look to a film like this and of course we all do that in our own way sometimes we think that some films that are so good don't deserve sequels but i really would like to see how that particular universe went forward because even then i think then there'd be and we see this in long form storytelling we see this in web shows the person we think is a villain in the first or second episode has that kind of very strange arc towards the end suddenly he is you know he's he's not who you think he is and and that transformation that rocket singh managed within 2 hours or less or, or little more than 2 hours uh, I, i think that's really good and and the uh, and it is always at odds with his body language and i thought that's a really good thing to sell to an audience that's so conditioned to judge characters uh, from their body language from their gait Uh, and I feel like Manish Chaudhary more than just sympathy. I had respect for him by then. Absolutely, and you know, like the way I also look at it is like you know he made this company like twenty, thirty years, whatever was the time period. Uh, if you look at the economic status, India was under that license raj. You know, yeah. it's not easy to do business without paying bribes. Uh, yeah. saw that in the film itself this government official is asking for bribes the license raj the cutthroat competition yes he, maybe he started it off ethically like nitin did but we never got to see that aspect of the story and so i didn't feel you know that harshness for him by the end because you know at, in india to survive we saw it in guru as well how politics just plays such a big part you have to uh, politics like bribes and all pay up cloud torrent and yeah. that happens, comes across um, you build it up and but what i really like also was he was the one who had given the chance to him otherwise nitin was you know just about to let go of him so he saw something in him that okay this guy is not giving up yet and he's trying to sell that pencil uh, at like a mercedes whatever was the, the different things he was trying and he gave him a chance so he saw that spark in him and that's how like you know by the end of it like i just love that scene and the end and also you know that call that they have uh how they speak to each other about like he makes an offer to buy his company and yeah. so well shot like how they both had actually standing opposite each other but he just doesn't realize that exactly that, that was just phenomenal yeah yeah so uh, that was like you know it was so nicely done and like at one point ranbir says something about you know like an empty can <laughs> and then he has scan is like okay yeah. can you see me <laughs> so uh, it was very nicely uh, done so the scenes about both of them were like really nice so uh, yeah uh, now uh, let me ask about then now nitin what did you think of nitin I mean Nitin was obviously you know one of my favorite characters within the uh, within the film because Nitin is basically sort of an amalgamation of uh, of the Manish Chaudhary character and the Ranbir Kapoor character if you look at it and I I really found that because there are you know you almost seeing stages of honesty in a way 
stages of or at the same time you're seeing stages of you know uh, sort of selling your soul so uh, as you said very rightly and that was a great point about the whole license raj thing and the fact that he started it so long back manish choudhry the thing is it's so easy to fall into bad habits even as a writer even as a as an employee for any company once you find there's a way to do something in a shorter way especially in a bureaucratic nightmare nation like india of course you will keep sort of uh, following that particular system it becomes the only way to do things in your head and every now and then you need someone to shake you up and the fact that they chose someone like rocket singh to do that like who's a sort of entry level employee was a very brave decision on part of the film so when nitin stands here is sort of the middle is he's the link between uh, the high and the low and and we don't even know who the high and the low is for the longest time and the fact and he was he just had this uh, this arrogance and aura about him and i've come across people like nitin like in my everyday life and it's such a bombay character it is such a bombay because there's this inherent um, sort of almost this this uh, uh, i wouldn't call it arrogance but this overconfidence about people who operate within the system here and and they just don't want to waste anyone's time and they that's how they speak to their juniors most of the time and i for, for someone who sort of started uh, working in the corporate sector early and after my college myself nitin is the kind of character i saw and quit so those are the kind of characters that can break you very early Uh, and i remember watching rocket singh saying oh shit this is the world i used to occupy i entered as an entry level employee in a market research company and i had a nitin who was over me and he was so rude and so he was so no nonsense in a way and i keep thinking when i watched rocket singh in 2009 for example i was just i quit the sector and i wanted to enter films by then i was very clear about that but i kept thinking when i watched nitin i was like if only i had endured a little more maybe i would have become a ranbir kapoor character maybe i would have found a uh, found a sort of um, part of myself that has the endurance to to beat such characters and come through you know it builds your it is called character building that's how they they put it in most films and the irony is that i ended up like the ranbir kapoor character of later like of the tamashas and of the uh, of the yejawanis of the of the world that you know you you have a disillusioning moment in a particular field of yours and you instantly want to leave it and become the artist so so that's that's how i personally related to someone like nitin within the film i was like you know he's he's not he's not the villain he's not the hero but he is sort of a uh, he he symbolizes uh, a, a transformation that a lot of us do not trust uh, real life people to have uh you know in their everyday life and and I, that's that's how i keep looking at nitin and for me he was the most dislikable character in the beginning because you know i was like no wonder i quit within a month and and then later on when you see nitin working under rocket singh without any sort of uh, uh, under harpreet without any sort of egoistic tussles or anything i felt like the film did not take the easy way out there because there could have been so many conflicts even later on with the clashes in personality Uh, but they did not uh, really pursue that way because nitin is the one who even though he has a conflict at one point of time he falls in line and realizes that uh, someone like harpreet is giving him the chance that he didn't have as a youngster so i, I feel it's a very layered character and it has traits of everyone you see in the film right absolutely you know the funny thing is you mentioned nitin as bombay and i had in my notes like nitin reminds me of someone from delhi <laughs> <laughs> 
different levels of honesty that was actually to uh, like years ago i'm not making any analysis at all but i remember you know ryan spoke uh, there is this fountain head so she talked about you know four kinds of people are there in the world and so that no- novel is about this very idealistic guy and then there is this character called um, uh, who sort of like uh, who wanted to be somebody but he then changed his ways and then there is this demagogue like a politician and then there are some other people who just don't know so she written very beautiful words about them like the man who could be the man who could be but couldn't and the man who shouldn't be and so she this four characters and i saw all these four sort of people in this film and nitin was you know like yeah. that he could have been and then the rocket sing was at the top and then this demagogue was sort of like uh, not really demagogue but he fits that description is much nicely and those other workers who had no like you know they were just like yeah. norms because they had no uh, aspiration no work ethic they were just doing whatever was told to them yeah. they were yeah. like those people who couldn't be and they didn't even know so that was very like interesting like you know as you mentioned that levels of honesty which we saw in this film so that's why it's so beautifully this film is done yeah okay now uh, is there anything um, uh, any particular scene that you remember i mean there's so many but any favorite scenes i mean uh, yeah there are many scenes as you said the one that you mentioned where they are talking on the phone call in front of each other is of course one of the classics of the film uh, but for me uh, my favorite at least my like it's not a scene per se it's like a sequence where you where there's that suspense of them being caught when the phone is ringing in the in the lobby and and you know manish tawdri is the one who eventually picks it up i thought that was just excellently filmed you know it was straight out of a thriller at the same time you were praying against uh, like as a viewer you were really hoping that they, they pull this off because you were so scared of a manish audrey character by then that you knew they'd end up in jail if something goes wrong and i just thought the way it was shot because it was after the work day uh, it was in the night it was in the hours of the rocket sales company where they work sort of only in the nights and and the office was empty it was such a horror movie feel that you're getting the atmospherics were so uh, it was like a thriller and i thought that was so terrifically done because they could have done it in broad daylight you know they could have done it there are so many ways to make uh, to sort of resolve a particular plot point and th- there are so many ways to uh, uh, have the villain discover that something is going on in the office or something is going on that he doesn't know about but i the fact that they chose that particular setup in the night that made it one of my favorite uh, moments in the film and especially when that guy goes out then okay he's safe but then he comes back then he comes back so it's really playing right it's a jump scare that comes afterwards so it's it's really that horror movie language that they use so well without any dramatic music 
just the faces of the actors and the fact that when he sees him towards the end i mean i'm sure a lot of us got more scared than we would have while watching any other thriller so it was just the the effect the cumulative sort of effect of that scene had because of all the scenes that preceded it and because of all the hell that was going to come after i think it was excellently composed right right so i saw this film like yesterday to like uh, yeah. again and then i was thinking like it reminded me that bell somehow of that kahuna pyar hai sarji scene <laughs> for a oh, yeah. <laughs> of course how like it was the same sort of thing like he's calling them again again and then sergey is flashing of course this was a light that was flashing so for a minute i was just like okay i have seen this scene somewhere uh, <laughs> it just struck me that like kya kahuna pyar hai but you know he was that villain here and now the tables are turned sort of how exactly yeah. catching them up so it was really nice uh, how did you uh, think of that relationship between his grandfather i mean we spoke a little bit earlier yeah as i said the grandfather thing is very i mean it may seem like it's you know by the way it's a passing thing in the film it's not an important detail but it's such an important detail just like we we sort of rationalize the manish choudhary character by saying he brought up the company 30 years ago when india was a different india you have to understand that the way with the reason harpreet singh is the way he is is because he's being brought up by a grandfather who's like two generations before three generations before him not by his parents he would have been a very different character he would have been a slightly gray character if there were his parents who brought him up here you are talking about someone who's from the 50s from the 40s so those principles those ethics those values are very organically uh, sort of ingrained into someone like hatrit so you know uh, when you see someone when you see a hero act honest in a film and honesty is his superpower like in newton uh, or like in most films that have these very idealistic and naive heroes almost it almost seems inorganic most of the time because you're like okay it's because he's the hero is acting like this but here it's that honesty that makes him the stand out character in the film he feels like a fish out of water because of the principles that are ingrained into him by his grandfather of course we don't see a lot of it and that's the that's the strongest point of the film the film doesn't show us what we need to see we imagine it in our heads but just the few scenes in the beginning of his uh, of them sort of uh, uh, also you see the way the house is designed you know the guru nanak sort of Uh, yeah. uh this thing and it's slightly you know there's slightly religious paraphernalia there's a old school sort of way of uh, and, and there are particular details in the way we see prem chopra go about his routine uh, that also gives so much perspective to the way uh, harpreet singh is because sure he drinks with his friends and sure he uh, you know he has all the flaws that mischievous students who get 39% and just about pass do Uh, but the fact that the film did not make him black or white you know did not make him god fearing from the beginning but gave him a balance of the state sure he's not intelligent in school he's not a scholar but he has all the right traits of humanity that sort of really contribute towards what the film is right absolutely i you know and especially like uh, at one point he even says that aapne to meko kabhi chori karna sikhaya hi nahi so exactly uh, how, how would i have survived agar sikha dete to i would have done some better things there so it was so like very nice like uh, how that impact of his grandfather and i felt there was definitely you know that religious thing was all over the yeah. movie. 
especially you know when he comes home and after a night of drinking the his uh, he sees guru nanak's photograph and yes. <laughs> brushes his teeth as if that guilt is there and then later also you know when he starts his firm there's the scene when prem chokha takes him up like pray and like nahi ab dal mangwa lete hai like instead of pizza he says let's eat uh, dal because that guilt was bothering him from inside you know yeah. curiosity was like uh, the small small things that uh, were there at different places and of course that there was this ramayan scene as well you know how he finds that uh, good and bad so i saw like you know there is a lot of religion in the film uh, yeah. that is sort of guiding him so uh, that was very nicely done uh, so i had this thing uh, one second <clears throat> so did you think that harpreet did the right thing of course he didn't do the right thing but uh, ethically it wasn't correct but uh, the reason i'm asking is like did you have any suggestions on how he could have done it better like what he was trying to achieve i mean you know as we said like of course he wasn't taught how to be deceptive right like he did not it did not come it wasn't second nature to him so to even like to the way he ran the company within the company of course was you know in a way he was doing what someone like a manish choudhary character would have done it's the same level of deception and you're driven by the need to succeed so i mean sure there were and the fact that you know at the same time he's saying we will not even if we are using the office resources we will pay them back full and final eventually you know those dualities were really nice to see because sure he realizes that there's no other way to do it but he will for this he will seek some kind of salvation for what he did at the same time so i, I mean you know it's it's really difficult to be a uh, harpreet singh bedi in today or in you know a- any day for that matter in in a country like this and then come away uh, successful with your own little small company in the end so sure the film was a bit of a wish fulfillment exercise in the end because you don't see transformation in ceos like that you don't see transformation in nitin kind of characters like that but the film made you it did not make you feel like you're watching a film at the same time it did not make you feel like okay just because this is a film we are showing you that there is a redemption arc there is a resolution in the end i just felt like i don't think there was a right or wrong here most of the time and that's what made the film so interesting because you know at in his own ways harpreet was doing uh, the right thing in the wrong way and at the same time you know the other guys were doing the wrong things without really knowing it and they were taught to do it the right way so i i just felt like there's no the fact that there's no easy answer to how these things play out and how a character how a sort of white uh, almost gandhian protagonist like uh, harpreet singh plays out I, i felt that was the most complex aspect of the film and it adds layers you know uh, depending on the person you are every year you will find a new trait in harpreet or you will find a new detail in the film that you might have not have noticed when you are at the beginning of your career watching a film like rocket singh because then it's it resonates with you at such a primal level but uh, over the years you start to see it as a narrative as the the, the little details that the screenwriters have put in and uh, you know i found that fascinating did you uh, did you what did you think about you know whether he did the right thing or not 
yeah so the reason i ask is because like every time i watch this i just want to tell him stop right now <laughs> like yeah. stop at a certain point you know okay you got this uh, thing done like uh, like initially he starts and then he tries to get out but it's good that he's making notes okay i'll pay them back but i'll pay them back but I, every time i was like okay get out now get out now because you know it will lead of course if he doesn't do that there will be no films but yeah. at, at a human level i just keep on hoping that if he just stopped it at that point he would not have to go through this humiliation later on and yeah. he's bringing this whole set of other people and he's sort of trying to uh, you know put them in danger as well but the good thing about the film was like uh, you know he is punished for it he he wasn't just let go of it so yeah. which i really like like you know the film doesn't treat his actions as uh, like okay we'll just uh, let him go he's actually yeah. went it goes to police and like he's put into jail and then he realizes he's put other people yeah. on the line on the line and that's why he's like okay let me go off my form but at the end again they did the redemption arc so i kept on struggling at that point like you know he should have stopped at some point like just get out and they were the film was so nicely done you know they found out like puri found out just the day uh, they right. were supposed to leave yeah. so uh, that was the thing i every time i watch is like i just keep on hoping like help me don't do this don't do this <laughs> but uh, he, he, this very nice dialogue you know as he was like main apni hi to parwah kar raha hu so yeah. like okay do it that's good but please get out sooner but, but that, exactly that that's what lent the film uh, you know these these layers that we look for of like human nature like of course we look at harpreet as this hero in the film but you know the fact that the law punished him in a way that he was given his due for doing that uh, is as you said very rightly you know it was the only way to go at the same time the film is not uh, it is not propagating this kind of behavior Right. The, you know because in the end sure he's 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 fighting against a corrupt system but that doesn't mean you you know live on the precipice of corruption yourself and mm-hmm. and uh, there was no easy way out and that's how you see a character like harpreet uh, that idealism the price of idealism that you pay for we don't see a lot of characters pay that and we saw you know someone like newton paying it later on you know in that film too like him going a little crazy and then obviously being uh um, having to pay the price for that so you want to see a film play out in the way of life you want to see the consequences you want to see how it would work in a real life bureaucracy in a system and that's what rocket singh was one of the early films to really show us that that you know just because uh, we are watching a hero doesn't mean he gets away with what he does and and that you know that, that's why i mean it was a fantastic question on your part because it makes us also sort of really look into uh, into the complex sort of nature and the idealism of harpreet uh, harpreet singh and that's how you realize why he was probably a weak student to in class you know in his college or in his school or whatever because uh, you know he wasn't it wasn't always like all white and all you know i'm honest that's why i'm failing and all there's a reason you're also silly that's why Right. so yeah okay. okay now i'll read a passage which i really like which you had written on ranveer kapoor and it just fits into his filmography mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll speak about it you know so 
Rocket Singh salesman of the year begins with a carefree graduation party and passing grades. His group's job plans momentarily unsettle him before he diverts the mood with goofy moves. His burst of entrepreneurial resourcefulness later is again more of a knee-jerk reaction to dishonesty, not an ingrained virtue. Uh, this remains one of the rare instances his character doesn't break free by embracing the arts. Uh, Sid from Wake Up Sid shrugged off academic mediocrity to become a photographer. Bunny from Ye Jawani and Diwani took to cinematography for travel shows. Uh, Janardhan turned to music with a brooding vengeance. And Ved from Tamasha unleashed the conflicted storyteller in himself. And even mute and deaf Burfi demonstrated an inclination towards theatrics and stages. I think this was very beautifully like how every character of him is towards arts. Uh, but yeah. this guy, you know, he's he doesn't have anything except this persuasion skill that he says. Yeah. So uh, how he fits into this character of uh, like how Ranveer Kapoor's characters have uh, moved towards arts, but this was this. So anything you would like to add here? No, this is exactly like, I mean, I remember writing this too. And of course, it's the first thing that comes to your head when you think of Rocket Singh. Rocket Singh is an anomaly, not in the Ranbir Kapoor multiverse, if you look at it, because and exactly for the reason you read out, because uh, and even for someone like me, who sort of internalized that entire deflecting from uh, the corporates or the sciences to the arts, like you always see Hindi cinema, modern Hindi cinema, after 2005 or after 2000, sort of really, uh, even three dates for that matter, you know, embrace your passion, embrace the arts, and do not be afraid of telling your parents that this is not what you're cut out for. And that's a trait of heroism these days. But that is basically going against, I mean, it's always heroic to go against the system, go against the uh, all the... Uh, sort of the upbringing, the very old school upbringing and sort of really make your own identity. And I can totally see why modern Hindi cinema is selling that idea as heroism. And it's necessary too, especially for a country like ours, where so many kids just do what their parents tell them and their dreams are basically derivative of their parents' dreams. Uh, it's necessary. But when you see someone like Harpreet Singh work within the system and try to change the system within. Because if you think about it, he's being that artist within the system. He's not defying, he's not getting out of it. I, I thought that was also such a difficult thing to do because you don't see a lot of people stick on after the way they are treated by Nitin, you know. Like people like me didn't stick on. And we keep thinking, what if we had stuck on? Would, it, would we have also started our own little company? Would we have also become an entrepreneurial sort of uh, mind in a way. But, uh, I, I, and that's the thing, like you are showing people that even uh, if you don't take these drastic cinematic steps that the movies have told us to take, you still have a way of ending up uh, the hero of your own narrative, the hero of your own film. And, and to do it within something as dry and something has corporate as a computer sales computer assembly company which is now more or less extinct if you think about it because computers have totally changed so this company that we are talking about does not exist anymore so can you imagine how they have adapted after that i don't think harpreet singh in the future has left the business to become you know to pursue the arts or to pursue his calling i don't think the manish chaudhary character has done the same either they have evolved they have now 
they are probably part of the, the, the this entire sort of smart tv revolution for you know or for the or the these new age laptops that you know so that evolve that ability that capacity to evolve and that capacity to work within the system and move along with it that we saw in you know in rocket sing and that's why uh, it would never not be interesting to make a sequel to this even in 2021 can you imagine where they are working right now can you imagine the kind of companies they are heading right now right right absolutely you know as you said but i'll say add one thing you know after so long you know as you said like you know people are so passion and arts like even like even wade wardhan like tamasha uh, although the central point of tamasha was like you know not leave arts but just do whatever yeah. you want to do but i really like about rocket singh like he's this guy who is so happy working in office <laughs> yeah exactly not like uh, you know i want to do this i want to do that or he's not like you know uh, that rithik roshan character on zindagi na milegi dobara that he's just doing work for money he's yeah. genuinely happy like yeah. work in office and we don't see that anymore i think uh, the amol palikar days we saw actual office uh like you know people were going to office on a normal day but here is this guy which i really like i've started to like more because uh, i see that you know there are two schools of thought one is okay you follow your passion then the other school says okay you can't follow your passion because your poverty and all comes into play so you have to do certain things in life which you have to compromise but this guy he's just so happy in where he wants to be so that was very different about this film and i like really admired like you know characters like this who just happy like in that space which is not conventionally portrayed as happy so that was very nicely done uh, i think i remember that film based on like he's this guy he's like the anti tamasha sort of a thing yeah not happy working in office but there is this guy he's so driven like he wants to even at 38.75% he wants to be a that yeah. same yeah exactly and and that's the criticism as you said you know anti tamasha that's a criticism that tamasha got right like a lot of people who did not obviously it was divisive and it still is a lot of people criticize the film for uh, you know sort of villainizing the corporate space you know like of course films tend to do that because it's an exaggerated language so that entire sort of pattern that that almost depressing gray pattern that we see in tamasha is a cinematic language it, it's it's as you said it's it's to do what you want to do and at the same time it's a character trying to break out trying to figure out who he wants to be so so that's why of course as you said even the colors if you see in rocket sing the way the office is the way it's shot is not what you you know usually associate in other hindi films about offices because there this there's this almost deadness of a soul when you are supposed to see an office or these cubicles in you know, here it's it's probably an extension of any other uh, job it, it's not phenomenal it's not exceptional uh, there are colors in the office there are colorful characters in the office but they at the same time they are not there because you know you need to entertain the people watching the film it is just how uh, an office environment is they are not villainizing it but at the same time they are not defying it so i just thought that as you said you know especially for people who do work in offices day in and day out pre pandemic or even now it must be such a breath of fresh air right absolutely okay uh apart from nitin manish chaudhary or like puri any other character that you 
memorable. I know we have so many. How, how, yeah. What do you think of that shady guy? Which <laughs> shady That who's always watching porn. Anything? Oh, right. Uh, D. Santosh. Uh, the, the software guy. So, yeah. So, one point I'd like to make about the casting. And, you know, I'd love for you to even comment on that. Uh, you know, this was... Rocket Singh was one of the first instances of this casting revolution you saw, right? Like, of course, people like Anurag Kashyap took it to another level over the years. Uh, but the thing is that the reason Hindi cinema or, you know, textural Hindi cinema, small town Hindi cinema is being able to thrive right now is because of the casting revolution. There are now casting directors. There are, uh, there's a method. There's, there's even the casting directors have a sensibility. They are directors in their head. So in Rocket Singh, you saw that very rare trait that uh, you don't normally see in films. Sure, uh, back then the ADs used to do the casting or the directors themselves used to do the casting. But if you see the way the characters are cast in the film, like actors like, for example, the shady guy Girish Reddy, who's D. Santosh, you see um, someone like Naveen Kaushik as Nitin, uh, that Mukesh Bhatt, who we've seen in so many films as Chote, uh, as Mishraji. And even, uh, you know, of course, um, uh, Gohar Khan as the secretary in the film. You see all these actors, they are at the exact stage of their acting careers as the characters are in the Rocket Singh universe. They are underappreciated. Hindi cinema doesn't know how to use them the same way uh, this big computer company doesn't know how to use them. And you're basically harnessing those same frustrations and those same sort of uh, the suppression of talent that you see within the actors into the characters. Because these were all characters we had seen before. The shady guy we had seen, we've seen, he's a very talented actor. He came in the Bhagat Singh film. He played uh, one of the key roles there. He he was in Khaki too. So it, it's just that we've seen, and Gohar Kanto has, even before that and after that, has never been given a dues. She has been stereotyped. You know, it's just the male gaze that has taken away what she stood for. And, and, uh, that's why in Tandav, when she actually played a decent role, I really had to point it out. This is the first time after Rocket Singh, she's given the opportunity to act and prove herself. So it's just that Rocket Singh found these actors at the exact stage in their careers where the characters sort of have that harmony with them. Because here you're seeing the director who is Harpreet Singh in a way get out the best out of them saying, okay, you know, you've not, you don't know your real potential. Let me tell you, all of you are partners in this. Just like in the film too, you know, most of the time I don't think of them as supporting characters within the film because they not only represent a particular, uh, uh, particular dimension of integrity or talent in the film, they also represent who they are in real life. And that's what I found. We hadn't seen a lot of Manish Chaudhary before that show. He was in Powder, uh, which was not very widely watched and and that's that's exactly the same sort of character he's playing you know even within the film so i thought that came full circle with a series like uh like scam 92 you know where you saw a lot of underappreciated actors finally being finally basically saying that you know everyone can be an actor if you give them an opportunity to it's the same in rocket Singh. that's the core theme of it okay everyone can be someone if you give them an opportunity to be that so that casting is very integral to what Rocket Singh is today and it grows every day. The more web shows we see that are so brilliantly cast, like Patalok, Scam, Family Man, these little bit parts that are that are played by actors we didn't think were capable of playing them. That's what we saw 
the origin the seeds in a film like rocket sing right absolutely you covered uh, beautifully everything i'll just say that uh, especially that mishra ji character yeah. uh, you know that there is a scene in the film when he fights back you know like all the people uh, every time they say in couplet couplet he's the only one who has uh, ranvi harpreet is the only one who's addressed him as mishra ji so yeah. that just you know sort of fits into what you said like it has got he has got his due otherwise you yeah. just remember that face you know yeah. he's always like that uh, servant uh, uh, servant is not right but like domestic help uh yeah. that character of domestic help usually or you know these sort of one or two two to scenes characters that yeah. sort of but the film gave him its due and like that there's another scene where he just fights back to mithun that's another of my favorite scene like you know he's like don't right. treat me like uh, i am a couplet i am a equal partner in this firm so now you are equal into me and that's how i you know remember this film's theme as well like how it's uh, this summarizes in the end like how it's about people aspect you give the due to everybody and then they will do their best potential so uh as you rightly said it's like um, these other characters like all of them are so memorable and you know that guy um who was named lalwani again i don't remember the name i'm sorry yeah. but yeah. that computer guy he's yeah. the same guy who was in band baja bara <laughs> exactly and playing virtually the same role right exactly and there's like it's the same sort of thing like they they helped him uh yeah. priti and bitu like he helped them when they had no money and the same exactly. happens here yeah this so is thinking of reminded of band baja bara and both the films if you think they came back almost next year yeah. so this came earlier and band baja came later but I, when i was re- rewatching it i was like okay he's the same guy and he done the same thing and it's all very um, nicely done okay i have one more question and then uh we can see okay uh is there anything that you did not like about the film uh yeah shahzan padmasi's character <laughs> i mean of course you know it's not a flawless film uh even now it sort of stands out as sort of like a like a uh sore thumb because um, you know i'd say that a heroine or a female character uh, a love interest in this film was not entirely necessary you know uh, it makes matters worse when it's sort of a limited actress who we've not seen enough and you you can sense that she's finding her way of how to act on the screen and uh, so yeah that love interest part did not seem necessary to me and i wish they could have just maybe kept it platonic maybe because there are so many relationships just help you achieve what you were meant to achieve right we see so many films actually talk about that these days like uh, so you don't actually have to show a sort of romantic relationship that's why i felt like the film was being yashraji in a way saying how can a yashraj film be there without a romantic interest in the film and that's that's sort of that something that stood out for me because it did not add to what we understood about the film or what we know about harpreet singh bedi it did not add to the overall theme of the film and i'm all for it if it causes a protagonist transformation or if they have a particular scene but it did not ever seem like her character was strong enough or even relevant enough to do something like that right 
Right, absolutely, I got it. Uh, so uh, I'll now, uh, uh, I think I've covered everything. So I'll... Yeah, so let me, before before we sort of maybe end uh, the, the the podcast, I, th I think even I wanted to know, I, I don't think if you answered this earlier in one of your questions, I wanted to know what your sort of, favorite scene was because you described that scene very nicely about them standing in front of each other and talking to each other but did you have anything that you characterize the film with because you know it's the kind of film that every year passes or every time you watch it you have a new favorite scene most of the time and I'm sure even if I watched it before you know our podcast and all I would have been more specific about it but I'd like to know if you have a particular because I did read your piece and it was there were so many details in it that I wanted to really ask you about, but let's just like before we end it, maybe get with that. So uh, when I said, you know, the thing with rocket thing is there's so many scenes, and yeah, just keep thinking of what should I say. Like I read uh, like that um, how he stands up, Mr. Mishraji stands up in front of Nitin, but there is this another scene which I really like. There's two actually. The one is one Nitin. When Nitin he says, you know if you sell yourself once people start thinking that you will always be sold yes. you know, this was so nicely done like Absolutely. he realizes his uh, you know how he's built his own spoiled his own reputation and uh, he f finds them in this moment of uh, when he finds them that they were trying to like, they have made this company and that guy was offering him some deal and he's like he was trying to buy him off but then he realized like yeah no, i know ethical it was very nicely done those touches yeah. and then secondly i really like that scene where you know ranbir uh, says ranbir says that you know uh so that's very nicely uh done yeah. that entire sequence in the night when he says you know that i want to again you can see his struggle at one point he's trying to say like you know you, you don't have to be nice but then his inter, inner conscience stops him from later doing yeah. being absolutely wild. He's trying to note these things down. Those sort of things. So these two scenes I always remember, you know, as sort of uh, in terms of ethics and how people are. It's, you know, very conflicting scenarios. And then the other thing is, you know, I, uh, I didn't know that how Jaydeep Sahani's films have this theme of underdogs. All yeah. his films. From Kosta Ka Ghosla to Aja Nachle, you know, the films that he has written, uh, there is this underdog theme, and each of them has a different conflict, but you can see certain parallels. So I'm just fascinated by how, even in Chagde, we saw, you know, like that shout, yeah. and this, uh, the entire world is against him, but he fights back. So yeah. underdog stories are always so motivating, but there is this ethics component that comes in here, you know, which just conflicts you. So that's why this film is uh, really special. I think I always remember this film. Uh, okay. So I think Rahul, I covered everything. I just end with some few trivia notes, which yeah. uh, I, I think I found very interesting. So I don't know if it is intentional or not. So some people say that Harpreet, uh, you know, at one point somebody calls him HP, and HP you think is the name of a printing company. Yeah. Then I recently found out, in fact, today only, that I always knew that Prem Chopra and Ranveer Kapoor are related, but they're actually 
have a relationship of a grandson, grandfather. So the relationship is like uh, Rishi Kapoor's mother and Prem Chopra's wife are half sisters. So that's something oh. I found out. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Right. <laughs> and, and then this, uh, of course, Shahzan Padmas, she, uh, she, she's the daughter of Alec Padmasi. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Amul Parashar, he's there in the film before. He is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, TVF Tripling and, of course, recent Bhagat, uh, Udham Singh is yeah. got uh, a lot of character, like a lot of applause for that. And then this pencil scene um, was later adapted in, of course, I don't know, but there are similarities between the Wolf of Wall Street, the pen scene and the pencil scene. Uh, yeah. where, and Rocket Singh, of course, had come earlier. So these were some nice uh, trivia bits. I thought it would be a good note to end the podcast on. So uh, it was very nice talking to you, uh, Rahul. So I think hopefully we'll have some more movies in the future. So till then, um, have a great rest of your day. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, Rocket Singh, perfect choice. Uh, hopefully we disco- uh, discover and discuss uh, equally uh, interesting films in the future. Absolutely. Okay, now uh, back on now. Bye.